I have uh, Mark chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. Help me, help me, Lord. I, I sure need your help today. Speak to us today, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the elders, the deacons of this church, Lord. Thank you for everyone with a call. Thank you, Father, that you made us a nation of kings and priests for your glory. Amen. You have uh, Mark 12, verse 28. We're going to read from verse 28 until uh, up to 34. Uh, we, I'm reading for NIV, and it says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Shema, Israel. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. The second is this. Oh, there's a second. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than this. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one, and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, quote, You are not far from the kingdom of God, and from then on, no one dared to ask him any other questions. I want to I speak to you about this greater commandment this morning. And I was debating myself, which one should I start with? Because Jesus said, the greater one of the commandment is love the Lord your God with everything you have. But then later on, you find, you found, you found, you find Paul in Romans 13 verse 8 and in Galatians 5 14 saying that the whole law is fulfilled in one sentence. Love your neighbor as yourself. And uh, so I was thinking, which one should I go first? Love, the Lord, love God, the Lord your God with everything you are? Or love your neighbor as yourself? Have you ever cooked a meal and saved something for next day? Well, that's exactly what I did. I have my message for next Sunday, praise God. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your understanding. So Jesus was quoting for Deuteronomy 6. I want to ask you to come with me to Deuteronomy 6. And we're going to study quickly this Great commandment of loving the Lord your God with everything you are. Amen. And the purpose that I try to accomplish this morning is 
I'm coming before you with a big mirror. That's what the Word of God defines itself, as a big mirror. And as we study the Word, you kind of look yourself in the mirror. And I pray the Holy Spirit will, will, will let you know if you're looking good or if you need to make certain adjustments. Amen? And that's the whole purpose of it. But you know, this is what I love about this Deuteronomy 6. This is Moses, Moses talking to the people and he says, These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. To possess so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, so that you may enjoy long life. Okay, so why did God give us the commands? So that we might enjoy long life. I don't know about you, but I was brought, I remember, I was brought to God with the impression that God was one, one of uh, extremely ex strict God. That, it, that if I failed to do something, he was ready with a rod just to whip my behind. And I, I, I walk in the fear of God. And we know what came after all of that was the condemnation that I felt when I didn't do something for God. Thinking that all his laws, all his decrees, all his commands were given were given like uh, to have an excuse to whip me. I don't know if you, I don't know if you felt like that, but I did. I see some faces, so I guess I was, I wasn't the only one. But what is the purpose of God in giving us the commands? And what is the purpose of God in instructing us to obey the commands? Is that we might have one long life, and if you keep reading. It says, it says uh, Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey, that it, might go, it, it might, that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly. Say with me, increase greatly. In a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, promised you. Hear, O Israel, for the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And it, it goes, and this Moses quoting, it says, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Listen, parents. Listen, grandparents. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lay down and when you get up. Tie them as symbol of, on your hand and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the, on the door frames, on your houses, and on your gates. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things that you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant, then when you eat and are satisfied... Be careful, be careful that you not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. And then he goes on and on and on. So what, what does this mean? And I, and I, and I want to I, I ask you, what, is, what, what does it mean for you to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind? 
How can you tell if someone is loving God with all of them? Let me ask you something. When you see President Joseph Biden, do you believe that he loved the Lord with all of his heart, all of his soul, all of his mind? No? no some say no. Some say no. Everybody says no. I don't know. But my point is, how can you tell if you are loving God with all that is within you? Who can, perp who can, who can boldly raise their hand and say, you know what, preacher? Yes, I am loving the Lord, the God, my God, with everything that I am. So what does it mean? Okay, let me, let me just clarif clarify some, some, some uh, definitions. Obey. What is, what is the meaning of the word obey? It's a heavy one, right? But obey, in the original Hebrew, was nothing but hear, I'm sorry, observe to do. Write that down. Obey means that you watch that you are doing what God has asked you to do. Amen? That's what the word obey means. Hear, O Israel, hear means hear attentively and then render obedience, which is the word we study. And the last definition that I have here is commandment. What is a commandment? Ah, I found a lot of definitions, but I love this one. Is an authoritative prescription. Have you ever been given a prescription here? What is a prescription? When you go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, you might have a high blood pressure, and he what? He prescribes something. Why? What's the purpose of the prescription? And what do you do? I say, well, this doctor, I won't do this. I know some of you do that, okay? But, but uh, uh, you follow, right? You follow up the prescription. Why? Because you know the doctor has your best in mind. Amen. So this is what God is telling us. God is saying, I want you guys to possess the land that I'm going to give you. I want you guys to have a long life. I want you guys to be fruitful. fruitful. I want you guys to be prospered. I want you guys to enjoy life. So this is my prescription for you. In my prescription is, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind. So what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all of your heart? You remember when you fell in love with your bride or your uh, boyfriend or groom or, or spouse? You remember when you were in love? Do you remember when you were in love? <laughs> Come on, guys. Help me up here, okay? <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> I remember when I fell in love with Millie. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you one story. I, I guess some of you already heard that one. Millie had had surgery. And, uh, and here I am. I barely, I mean, you know, I, I, I had a little knowledge of English. I mean, and I'm trying to communicate. and So I call her, okay? Finally, I beat the fear, and I call her. I was frightened. So I call her, and she's on the phone. She's trying to get rid of me. 
And I say, well, listen, Millie, if whatever you need, you just call me, okay? Anytime. And I meant it. I, I really mean that when I said it. So she said, and I, I was, I'm still learning American sarcasm. <laughs> really. And she said, so if I call you in the middle of the night uh, t uh, asking you for ice cream, will you bring it? I said, yes, I will. <laughs> you know what I did? Some of you are laughing. You heard the story. I went to the ice cream shop, and I bought a little tiny, uh, 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 you know, can or however you call it, of every flavor, <laughs> and stuck them on my refrigerator. Years later, my mom went to clean the house, and she found all this ice cream, <laughs> and she's like, what do you want this ice cream for? And I tell, told her the story. But you know what? My heart was fully in, in her, meaning that, man, I can, all I can think about is her. I mean, this is what, when God tells you, love the Lord your God with all of your heart is everything we do, everything we think about, everything we act, everything we plan, everything we, everything, everything, it's around him. Considering him, what's, what, what God's going to think about it? I just want to be close to God. I just want I, I to go to church because God's going to be there. I just want to be in his word because, because that's, that's, that, that is his, 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 his communication with me. That's what love the Lord your God with all of your heart really means. That you are in love with him. Have you experienced that? Have you, have you experienced that kind of love? Like, the only thing I can, com I, I can compare this love is the love of a, of, a, of, a, of a husband and a wife when they're newlywed. Because later on, you know, it, it kind of... Because, uh, you know, we, 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 we get so busy and, and, and so many distractions. Hear me out. We get so busy. We, we, we filled our, our plates with to-dos, we fill our plates with activities, and, and yes, 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 I mean, they have a good purpose. But then our spouses, that love kind of, uh, it never ends, but it, it's like clutter, I don't know, I don't know how to put it. Are you following what I'm saying? I see some, some wives, some wives are with me. Yeah, your wives, you're with me. Men are like, yeah, whatever, I had to work, man. What do you want? <laughs> but the lo that's, and, and you know, when we come to God, when we come to God, I don't, know about, I don't know about you, but when you were saved, I mean, you, you were in love with God because you were overwhelmed with gratitude. And you knew something came off of you. And you knew God, God has done something for you. And, and we just respond in love with him. How do you feel? What's, what's your current status, if I can ask? Do you feel like you're still hot for God? Or you, still, or you feel like so many things going on, so many activities that this love is kind of, uh, you know, dwindling a little bit. But God wants us to be in love with Him. And it amazes me that the word love that he uses here is the word agape, agapao. You know, there's four kinds of love. I, I won't go into that. 
But this agape love is the, is the love that God willingly showed for us. It, when he was there at the cross, and people were mocking him and, and, and spitting on him and telling him all kinds of things, what did he say? Father, forgive them because they do not know what they're doing. Oh my God, are you calling that love or what? So we have in ourselves this power. We have, church, in ourselves, given by the Holy Spirit, this power to be able to love God willingly, to make the decision of run to Him first and foremost. What does God want from me? He just wants me to love Him. Isaiah 29, verse 13, quickly. Isaiah 29, verse 13. Isaiah 29. This is a famous, famous, and also Jesus quoted this, this verse. And this is also in Matthew 5. And, and the Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Oh man, I don't want to be in this category. Oh no, 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 no. And you know what? We have the power to, to, to escape from this category. I don't want God saying this about me. I don't want God saying, oh, well, this guy, Alan, he prays so eloquently, but his heart is far from me. You know, we have, we have prayer meetings every, every Wednesday. And I know deep in my, because I, I cannot point fingers, so I can just point fingers at myself. I know in my heart when I'm praying out of my brain, which is also being commanded to, to be given unto God. But I also can tell when I'm praying out of my belly, out of my heart. Because I know scriptures, I know to pray. I do, I've been doing this for so long that I, I just, it just comes naturally. But I can see, I, can, I know when my, my prayers are just words. And, this, and, and those times I feel like these kind of people that Jesus, that the, the Jehovah God is pointing out. And folks, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be there. I encourage you, if you are, if you feel, because no one else but God and yourself can judge yourself. If you know, if you feel, if you know that you are within this group, whose they, it seems so godly, but their hearts are far from God. And he says, their worship of me is made up only of rules taught by men. Wow. Wow. You know the commandment is love. I want to challenge, I want to encourage each one of us today to love God with your heart. How can I do that, preacher? Start by meditating in his goodness. If you if you were if you never were the worst of the worst of the sinners, then it's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, difficult to, to relate. But to those who much has been given, it's so easy to be grateful to God 
and to be in love with him. I mean, how can I grow my love for God? Just spend time meditating in his goodness. What you could be, but God had a purpose for you. The things you and I have been rescued from. And that will, that will uh, 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 spur so, some gratitude in our hearts and will make us run to God. Amen. How does a person who is in love for God look like? That's a question for you to answer. How does a person who is in love for God look like? And, it, and, and listen, it might look differently for, for each one of us. I know people here, seated here, that they express their love for God by serving. Serving the church, serving others. And that's how they express their love for God. But let me ask you, friend, how does it look for you to love the Lord, your God, with all of your heart? That's for you to answer. Amen? Now, what's my challenge? And I'm closing. First one. No, I mean it. I need to feed those three girls, so I'm closing. <laughs> what's my challenge is, search your heart. Search your heart. And ask yourself this question. I wrote a few of them. Ask yourself, how does it look like to love God with all of my heart? Number two, I wrote this. This is me. This is the way I process stuff. Am I exercising that kind of love? Now that I know what does it look like to love God in my own mind, am I doing that for God? And if I'm, if I, if I'm, if I, if I'm not doing that for God, what steps will I take to get to that place of loving God with all of my heart, all of my soul, my mind, my imaginations, my, my thinking, my emotions, my feelings, and my strength, my power, everything that I am is to love God. And, and if I'm not there in that place, but I'm on the other group that knows the commands, knows the in, ins and outs, but my heart really is far from God. How can I bring myself to that place? How can I bring myself to that place of falling in love again? What do you do when you and your spouse have certain disagreements? And you know, disagreements bring distance. And, and, and your heart starts kind of cooling off. How do you reignite that love, the one for the other? What do you do? Huh? Spend, that's one way to do it. Go to, I don't know, go to Phoenix, I don't know. And <laughs> I don't know that you guys are. What do you do? Why does God want me close to him? Why does God want to, what's his deal with me? Have you ever told the Lord, leave me, please leave me alone? Have you ever told him that? Why are you pursuing me this hard? 
come on. Yes. He's in desperate pursuit of you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you badly, if I can use that adjective. He loves you with all his heart. And when we come close to him, everything we need is there. The answers we're looking for, the healing we're looking for, the favor we're looking for is in him. We were made to be in him. Amen. So I, I again, ask yourself, what does it look like for me? What does it mean for me to love the Lord with all of my heart? And then gauge yourself and say, hey, I was there once, but I'm not there anymore. How can I get there again? Amen? And let's move forward. Let's move towards the goal. Paul calls, it, calls that in, in, in Philippians 3.13, the goal towards the goal of my high calling in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you today. Father, and I pray, Holy Spirit, I ask you, who knows the heart? Who knows what's inside the heart of a man but the spirit that is inside the man? And Holy Spirit, I pray that the church will take these questions seriously, Lord. That, that when we leave this place, we won't just walk away like nothing happened, Father. I pray, Holy Spirit, and I ask you to, to really stir up something in their hearts. To, 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 to take the time to acknowledge what's our status, if I can use that word. What's our condition? Are we loving you with all our hearts? Are we loving you with all our hearts, Father? If not, Lord... If we, have, if, we have, if we have allowed things to get in the midst of us, in the middle of our relationship, Father, forgive us, I pray. If we have allowed this, this, uh, 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 discouragement, if we have allowed disappointments, if we have allowed busyness, if we have allowed uh, 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 any kinds of distractions, Father, to... To cool down our relationship between you and us, Father. Forgive us today, Lord. And I ask you, my God, to, to speak to every one of, of, of the members of this church. And Lord, corner them if you, if, you, if you need to. To acknowledge what's our condition, the conditions of our hearts towards you, Father. If there's things that are more important to us than this relationship... Father, help us, Lord. We are so weak, Lord, that we even need your help for these matters. And Father, we thank you that you are going to draw close to us as we, as we draw close to you, Father. As we, as we move closer to you, you will, move, you will move closer to us. We thank you for it, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for, for speaking to the church, for speaking to every believer, in the name of Jesus today, we bless your name today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen, all right? That's for you to answer before the Lord. Amen. Let's prepare for communion.